Well, 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 these twins are up to no good. They might be seven months sober, but their brains are dirtier than ever. XOXO. <laughs> they think they're better than everybody else because they don't drink and smoke, but secretly they do it in their dreams every fucking night. Joke's on you. The twins fucking win. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> That's literally so good. Seven months sober means seven more months in hell. These <laughs> twins think that they're hot when really everybody knows that they're hot. <laughs> Miserable. <laughs> Miserable. So we're trying to do a Gossip Girl thing, if that wasn't obvious. Were you Serena or Blair? I loved them both. I think I just really appreciated how thick Serena's mane was. Her hair was always like wispy and like in her glass a little bit and her Honestly, mane was incredible. I was a Serena stan because Blair was a fucking bitch and I, I always thought to myself, real friends don't do that type of stuff. So that's Marina talking. We've been told that we need to identify our voices more often. Well, honestly, when I was editing the last podcast, I was like, shit, we sound fucking identical. I know, and I was I like, know. nobody better catch Catch me dead thinking that Cassie is me. So Cassie speaking. I honestly kind of liked Blair's fashion more because it was like prep edge. No, fuck. Fuck that. I honestly like prep edge my ass. Yeah, you're right. I, I like Serena's. I wanted to be Serena. I want to be a hot, cool girl. And I was like, <laughs> you're not fucking blonde and white. So good luck. I feel like Blake Lively is sober. Do we know? Oh my gosh. She has that alcohol brand called. Oh, then probably Betty not. Buzz. Something like that. Okay. So I just looked up sober celebrities. Okay. I'm going to name a celebrity. Celebrity cast, and you're gonna guess if they're sober or they're not sober. I need one XOXO. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you're not dying inside. You should really look at your bank account and also your blood labs. Hot at 30? Well, maybe you're still a corpse. Dan Humphrey, have you checked your social security? I'm like, XOXO. I'm absolutely blown away at this list. I'm so excited. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Elton John, not sober. Is it because it was the first one? No, because I'm also, I'm just talentedly psychic and clairvoyant. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Cassandra's one for one. Will Smith. Sober. No. Okay. I thought you said Will Ferrell. I don't know why. <laughs> why well, I, I got confused. Will, I don't think Will Ferrell is sober. Will Smith is not sober. Courtney Kardashian. Prince of Bel-Air. Not sober. She drinks all the fucking time. Travis Barker. Not sober. He's sober. Oh my God. Baby, do you hear that? Travis Barker's sober. <laughs> Baby. J May. Who's that? John Mayer. Jay May. John Mayer. That baby boy is sober. His story was, do I want to be really, really, really fucking good at guitar and always get better? Or do I want to be really good at guitar and drink? He like made the decision one night. He's like, I'm done. I want to be like really, really, really good at guitar forever. And wow. is that cool? That was a Young hot thug. Interview. Thugger? <laughs> Thugger, is that you? I literally love him so much. I'm going to say that YT is, I think he is, I think he's sober. He's not. Fuck. It's okay. I'm um, not good at this. Nicki Minaj. Not sober. She is. I. <laughs> Should we switch the list? No, no, you no, no. Know. Okay. Vince Staples. Sober. Sober. Yeah, I knew that one. God, okay. I only want to do a couple more okay. because I'm literally having so much fun doing this. I'm going to do an easy one. Okay. Demi Lovato. Cali sober. Well, yeah. yeah. California sober means you smoke weed. Um, What about Russell Brand? Sober. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Cass. What about like, give us some women. Oh my God. You give us LOL. Elton John is sober. Oh shit. Of course. I like pulled up another list and he's give sober. Give us some women. J-Lo. Oprah. You get a car, you get a car, you get a jet, you get a jet. Big booty hose for you. Ah! 
Name that Pablo reference. Oh my God, Jada Pinkett Smith. Cool. Because That's cool. I was gonna joke and use her after Will Smith and say that she Jada's wasn't. sober. Jada is sober. Guys, a lot of people. Eva Mendes. Oh wow. Married to Ryan Gosling. Yes. yes. You bet. You bet. Um, and all the models. Kate Moss, Al McPherson, Naomi Campbell. Guys, Miley. Miley Cyrus is sober. I think it might be more recent, but yes. we'll take it. Guys, I am so inspired by the sober lifestyle. Should we talk about it? Yeah, it's in moments like this where I realize. In moments like this, some people wait a lifetime for that one special decision. Oh, I can't believe it's happening to me. I couldn't interrupt. Mario was dance mom I literally, me in the I back. I literally couldn't Is interrupt. Is Kelly Clarkson sober? I couldn't interrupt you for that because honestly, it was so fucking Let's good. W- we'll move on to the real conversation, but I do want to say, do you guys remember when Kelly Clarkson won? She got announced as American Idol's winner. Song. And she sang that song. And Marina she literally and I are, choked up while she said- A moment like this. A moment like this, getting goosebumps right now. It was a big fucking deal. It was so- I was glued to that TV. I remember Ruben was my favorite. Ruben stuttered. American Idol winners- Sober. I just, guys, <laughs> I'm just I, kidding. I, I have. Wait, hold on, Cass. I know you're We went from Kelly me. Clarkson to Carrie Ruben Underwood. Ruben Stutter was two. Fantasia was three. Carrie Underwood was season four. Full body chills. Also, J-Hud. Jennifer Hudson. Simon Cal, that Wait, motherfucker, was pull- like, lose weight and leave. Come back when you're skinny. That bitch is like, I'm going to be a dream girl. Dream girl. Dream girls will never leave you. Wow, and dude. was Best Supporting Actress. Won an Oscar. Oh, it's such an incredible clapback what's our clapback gonna be we are literally gonna be the largest wellness brand in the entire world and that reaches so many people and i want to hire so many fucking, fucking misfits oh like the videographer from that yoga class today mm-hmm. i'm like i cannot wait to hire you what is he a misfit he seems um, like an it he boy. hustles harder than anybody i know in that field and he's an underdog and woo, woo, go get him buddy and we got a kennel right here for you it's That's always fully like furnished when you're building a massive brand you have to know who to put on your team and you put on the underdogs you put on the people that have bet against them their entire Dude, life I literally you- told you I wanted to get an underdog the word underdog tattooed on my bicep and you made <laughs> so much fun of me I was like what we're the underdogs yeah I- <laughs> I'm still gonna make fun of you for that anyway you said yeah, you're so I inspired ha- by the sober celebs I, I want to have the largest wellness brand in the world and I know it's gonna fucking happen I want to be the goop for non-white people there needs to be deliberate non-white versions of things. Like literally, yes. The example that I'm going to use is we listen to Caller Daddy. We love Caller Daddy. I'm very much inspired by Alex Cooper, but it is a white female audience. It makes me want to gag sometimes. I love her so much. Funny and her. I literally listen to every single episode. But when she says they played a joke on her that she couldn't get into the most prestigious club in LA and they're like, you have baggy pants on, you can't come in. And they're like, ha ha, it's just a joke. Yeah, it's just a joke because you're literally 105 pounds and you're, you have bleach blonde hair and you're a size negative two. But it's not a joke. Don't like, even get me started, my dude. <laughs> Don't even. Like I can't, I don't think I can even get started. (laughs) The thing that I think I want to bring to our wellness empire, we talk about wellness and beauty in so many different ways that looks a certain way for the white woman, which means like not a lot of maintenance for your body hair or lotions instead of oils or 
lots of different things where I'm like, I haven't heard a lot of conversations about the fact that just our textured body hair is very, very different. Well, yeah, so is our skin. And our skin is very different. I'm kind of bored with her dialogue of being like, ew, you have a hairy asshole. <laughs> Gross, just wax it. And I want to be like, do you understand how damaging that is? It's so To young people, to older people. It is a problem. I lasered all the hair off of my body. At a young age. Yeah, and I, I honestly, Loki, don't regret it. I didn't do it yet, and I still think about it I all mean, the time. It's but all grown back. I'm like Alex, girl. You can put on a bathing suit at any moment with your beautiful tiny body and prance around and go to the pool, and that is the wonderful life and privilege that you live. And then you present us with some other sort of like problems that you have. But like even getting to that point, putting on a bathing suit and going out into the world is not an option for a lot of people whether it's their body, whether it's their race, whether it's the relationship they have with themselves. kind of want to be like, you think you're so relatable when you're not. I know. And I, again, I love her. There are parts of her that I relate to. And then there are parts where I'm like, fuck, dude, you are only speaking to a very certain subsect of privileged women. Sorority girls, she's killing it though. She totally is killing it. Kill your niche. I didn't mean to shit talk. No, 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 it's okay. That's not what I was getting at. A little bit of shit talk's okay. I think it's like critical love. Yeah. You know, let's bring it up. So I went to a wedding last night. Cass went to a fucking wedding last night. I dressed the fuck up. I wish we could put up a picture. Oh, we are using the photo of what you wore last night as the album art for this episode. You were such because you looked fucking. I literally. I felt like it's a my favorite piece of clothing. Like an Italian opera singer who Okay, you guys know in season one of Bridgerton, the lead Bridgerton boy, the girl he's fucking on the side that's an opera singer. Great titties and the mole. Kind of. Kind of. I'm a season two stan, so same. But I also watched season one and I can remember the characters. Anyways, I felt like her. When I was walking to the wedding, I parked behind Highbeck. Trigger, trigger! <laughs> I immediately was walking past Highbeck and be like, I want Jameson and I like I was walking to the wedding venue and I was waiting across the street and I called Maddie and I was like this sucks this is hard I'm going to like my friend's wedding and I'm not enjoying a cigarette walking up to this wedding and then I said why don't we just smoke for weddings and our <laughs> birthday like why is it all or nothing like what's the big deal weddings I totally get it I was like imagine how even hotter I would be right now strutting down high street to this wine cellar with a cigarette in my hand I know dude it completes the whole picture we think that sexy is smoking but like a lot of people feel the complete Opposite. opposite. A lot of people are like, will not date a smoker, will not be in the car with someone smoking, will not be around cigarettes. And I'm like, blow your smoke in I my face. I literally waited to cross the street just so I could take in the fumes of the high back patio. <laughs> No joke. Anyways, went to the wedding. Amazing experience. Didn't miss the alcohol. Slowly didn't miss the cigs. But it was still really hard. What's the point of booze? Literally. I walked into that wedding feeling a bit anxious, right? It's an exciting day. I care so much about these people. I'm about to see a lot of people that I love. So I'd like anxiousness. That typically would drive me to just take a shot. Take the edge off, right? Yes. But why not just fucking breathe through it? Yeah. You know, be present for it. Yeah. Mitigate the anxiety with presence. With you. With me. Okay. Do you think that we're going to drink every year on our birthday or do you think that we're not gonna drink every year on our birthday and booze is bye-bye booze is bye-bye for me okay hard line see you later we change parameters change but right now how I feel bye-bye booze the I boundary no... has been set for you yeah I was at this wedding Cassie speaking Marty then didn't get invited so I just want to be very clear I'm literally <laughs> more popular than she is so I went and basically the DJ was not it sorry whoever's listening to this and went to that wedding you know you know she was not it to a point where I felt emotionally attacked like I felt we were all personally attacked by her life. <laughs> lack of effort. <laughs> 
we stayed as positive as possible until we didn't. Right there, I was like, I'm going to DJ. I'm going to DJ so fucking good that nobody will ever have to experience what we experienced last night. Cassandra, you're going to be the best DJ in the world. You don't have to try that hard. Play the hits. Play Usher. Play Destiny's Child. Throw in a little cha-cha slide. Cha-cha, cha-cha-cha, cha-cha. You know what I mean? Your extensive knowledge and music and your ability to command a crowd, honestly, Cassandra, it's a it's I don't have a, a doubt in my mind that you would be the best DJ in the world. So Cassandra's now opening up her books for 2024. We need some sort of income, so I thought I would try it this way. Confession. This We're going to do a confession segment of the podcast. Confession. Confession. Nina speaking. I fantasize about smoking a cig and nobody knowing and me never telling anybody. <laughs> because I am really, really good at like believing my own reality. I have not done it yet though. I will not do it, but I fantasize about it. Thank God I don't have a pack of cigs in this house. <sighs> Confession, Cassie speaking. I really don't know if stopping smoking actually helped this situation that I'm having with my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Confession. I do know for sure that stopping smoking has helped in my situation with my lungs because I don't wake up coughing anymore. Confession, Cassie speaking. <laughs> I was one of those people that thought they would never get lung cancer, but I thought if I smoked for the rest of my life, I would just be one of those people that didn't get cancer. Confession, Marina speaking. I thought if I for sure continued to smoke, I would literally 100% guaranteed get lung cancer. <laughs> I think we're done confession. with the confession. I'm I think obsessed with you. I think we're done with the confession series. Okay, that was good. Okay. Is there anything else you want to tell us about your week? Because you were like really depressed the other day. I think I have a mood disorder. Don't you think stopping drinking has revealed? Yes. My mania? For me, I feel inextricably mutually exclusive the relationship between success and my happiness. That is something I really need to figure out. Because I do not have income coming in right now, I feel worthless, although I am definitely not. I am creating something I care about every week with you. We got two Firesider accounts. We're building something huge. Why do I still feel less than? Break it down. Break it, break it, break it. Break it down, you know. Come on. It was beat into us when we yeah. were kids. Yeah. yeah. When you're a kid of an immigrant, me and my girl Tiffany were talking about this. I mean, yesterday. money is literally life for you though. Just like Yeezy says, when you have money, it doesn't mean anything. But when you don't have it, it means everything. It's so much easier said than done. I'm understanding the relationship between the success and the happiness thing, and I'm watching it happen from afar now. For example, I did this pop-up yoga class and five people came. It felt embarrassing, you know, to have to get people to come to this class, right? Same with my morning maintenance to call out and be like, I only have two people signed up for this. It feels like a reflection of me being a big fat fucking loser. I guess what I'm trying to say is, so I tie my success with the money that I'm bringing in and I'm not bringing in a lot of money right now. So you are worthless. So <laughs> I'm trying to like tell myself, it's okay, be patient, be patient, be patient. And I'm getting there. So yeah, if that's what you're referring to with my sad girl era, um, it comes. Some days I wake up and I feel really low, but I know it won't be like that forever. So keep it on, keep it on. Dude, I hear you. Just the other day, if my boyfriend wasn't like so fucking great, I probably would have stayed in bed for a really long time. Shit happens. It's okay. We can't wake up every single day like a popping out of the toaster like a Pop-Tart. Mm, not me. Okay, so when I was leaving the wedding last night, I was driving away and I know it was the OSU home game, but there was this couple that I saw and this woman was like bent over in a forward fold and she was trying to pick up her keys in her phone that she dropped and the guy was helping her because she was really intoxicated. And I just had this moment of thinking of like, this is really normal. Like this is a very normal part of our American social culture. Well, now you're talking football culture. So now we're in a whole nother world with drinking. They were dressed really nice though. But we're talking like, about, Sandra, what's acceptable at a football game type of drunk is very different than the 
average day. I know, but I don't even want to go into the nuance of like drinking culture in a football game versus like regular. All I'm trying to say is what drinking actually does to you, it literally poisons you so you're unable to be functional. And I read Quit Like a Woman, which is a fucking great book and it like breaks down what ethanol does and how it is processed in your body and how it's literally like poison. And I haven't seen a little drunk interaction like that in a long time and it made me feel freaked. I was like, we allow this. We serve people so much alcohol. We don't even allow it. We encourage encourage it. It's part of our economy to such a high degree. Oh my God, yes. I learned at the US Open, there's this famous cocktail that everybody gets. The Windsor or whatever it's called, okay? And this cocktail is actually really simple. It only has four ingredients, one of them being the Windsor. It's a flower. I can't remember if it's hibiscus or it's not hibiscus, but that's just an example of what it could be. I can't remember what the flower is. It's an example of a flower. And (laughs) they charge $22 for this cocktail. But you're at the US Open. Only rich people go to the US Open. But this woman, Miss Dowden Jones. She's the oh, I know an her. expert financial girl. And she did all the calculations and it cost them $2.33 to make this drink and provide it to the people. And they make like $10 million at the US Open for this one drink. Fucking gnar. What? Okay, so I liked to drink because I felt like I could let loose. I imagine this is a common thing for people. I've had a hard week so I can drink and be chill and be goofy and fucking do silly shit or dance all night or whatever. I thought that by drinking, that's how I would access the freest part of my weekend or my evening or whatever. I'm like, whoa, 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 that's not the case. All it did for me was reduce the barrier of not only problem solving or like logical reasoning and thinking, but it basically just dulls your ability to develop boundaries, develop any sense of boundaries at all with yourself, with other people, yeah. whatever. And driving I, a car, getting back together with your ex, getting in a fist fight. It's like the part of you that's able to discern what is a positive opportunity for you and what could be potentially harmful is paper fucking thin. And like when I was in it, guys, I thought it was so fun because I liked that feeling. But after not having that feeling for seven months, I'm looking at it back to myself and thinking, oh, that was fucked. Do you know what? That was fucked. How many times? The people listening to this, I have to, I have to reason with you right now. Think about how many times looking back, hindsight, you've thought to yourself, I can't believe I drove home. I can't believe I drove home. I thought about that driving home from the wedding being like, if I get pulled over, I'm good. Yeah. I thought about getting pulled over and being like, oh no, I don't, I'm sober. I don't drink. That was like such a flex. Guys, we get in cars with people who drive buzzed or drunk every day. All the time. Not every day, but a lot. No, I was drinking every day. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) No, but almost dude. I'm saying like you get so thrusted into this as a normal part of socializing. The dulling of the senses where it's like your speech gets a little slower and you're trying to overcorrect or you get louder and you think it's all a normal part of the social drinking culture when guys we're all slowing our senses together around each other yeah it's kind of when you're not drunk and you're around it it's so fucking weird and that's why I literally despise being around drunk people I, honestly I get kind of mad being around drunk people that I just can't I just can't be around it anymore I'm like now when I'm around drunk or buzzed people and men are all handsy I can't believe I tolerated that for so long get your fucking hands <laughs> off me yeah because when you're drunk it all feels like a warm bath and I'm like <laughs> now this feels creepy and out of context I'm like, why are you touching my back? Especially if but I'm wearing a deep back cut. I can't Do even. not touch my skin. It's insane. It's really it's inappropriate. I fucking hate it. And especially if you're over the age of 50. <gasps> Ew. It happens to me all the time. All right. Oh, wait. We have an incoming call. Please hold. Hey, Al, you're on speakerphone and we're recording the podcast. Is there something you'd like to say? I, oh my gosh. Hi, everyone. Hi. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Here, Al, let's ask I, you a question. Al, we'll ask you a question, okay? Okay. What have you...
have you noticed the greatest change from us being Sobies? Oh my God. Oh, that is an, okay. So that's an excellent question. I was actually talking about this with Cassandra yesterday. Um, the thing that I've noticed the most, I would say, is that I feel like you guys have always had excellent confidence. You know, you would like go out there and you would Ooh. sort of command a space or command a room. But now I feel like you guys are more sure of yourselves and like the boundaries mm. that maybe you're setting and mm. the confidence comes in like setting boundaries and caring for yourself instead of going out there and being like hey here I am I'm the life of the party let's hang out let's party let's like do the thing but now you're kind of like okay I'm confident in myself and my choice wow literally that makes so much sense and I honestly couldn't have put that better oh yeah. really yeah, no, I'm dead serious. And I just was thinking about it yesterday and I just am super proud of you guys. And I just think it's pretty <laughs> incredible. And I really love the evolution, you know, that is happening for you guys. We're literally oh my God. so fucking yeah, honored. That sounds great and everything. And I'm glad I could share my older sister wisdom. But can I come over now? Yes, love you. See you soon. Okay, moving on. Marina and I want to talk about something really fun. Cue it up, Neen. The question of the week is, okay, so there's this episode in Friends called... The one that could have been. And it's this idea that if Rachel never cut up her credit cards and left her her shitty, rich, cheating husband, Barry, and never got a life for herself. If Phoebe would have never pursued her life of music. Oh, if Ross never left his lesbian wife and told Rachel that he loved her. So it's like the one that could have been. Okay. Yeah. So my question for you, yeah, Cass, yeah. The one that could have been. Give me the beat drop. If we didn't stop drinking, if we were not sober, the entire time I was spent drinking as an adult, that chunk of time before I went to was bed was guilt ridden I felt so not good Me I just, too. oh my god Me I too. would just beat myself up over it dude I've cleared that space that night time the time before I go to sleep is just so good so I have that now I, I have the most amazing chunk of time before I go to sleep that has nothing to do with guilt and basically all to do with gratitude okay your time you don't really answer my question so the one that could have been if I didn't stop drinking and smoking I would probably still be going to O'Reilly's twice a week staying up till 1 a.m spending another probably 150 dollars a week so that's like 600 dollars a month and after I lost my job I feverishly would have been applying for new jobs because I would need to fund my lifestyle. Ah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I wouldn't be as close to Justin as I am now because I would prioritize staying up late and hanging out with you and other folks over spending those precious moments in bed between eight and nine. If we're in bed, we literally just laugh for an hour because he makes me laugh because he does these hilarious impressions. He does this impression of a rabid rat. Mm. That is the funniest. Sexy. It's the funniest Hi. thing. Is that your foreplay? Ever seen, Cassandra. It's it makes me laugh. He like pretends to like feast on you. It's unbelievable. Oh my God. It's so good. Um, or sometimes he'll turn off all the lights and he'll run out of the room and he'll go, and then I'll get upset and I'll go, Justin, please, because I'm afraid he's going to terrify me. And then he turns off all the lights and then he'll go, and then he'll oh. get on all fours, hands and knees, and he'll scuttle down the hallway Wait, into the room. Marina, this is not <laughs> cool. This is not cool. And I'll be like, seriously, seriously, stop. And then after I know that I'm safe, I'll laugh. <laughs> oh my God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is called trauma bonding. <laughs> Um, so those moments wouldn't happen <laughs> if I were still Yeah, because you'd be coming home late. 
Yeah, I used to come home, you know, between 11 and 1 a.m. I mean, I miss going to O'Reilly's and sitting on the patio with you. I really do, but I'm really happy we don't do it anymore. If I hadn't, okay, I see what you're saying. If I hadn't stopped drinking, my relationship with my boyfriend would be very different. Because I would still we be drinking. We probably dr- wouldn't be together. We wouldn't be together. It would just be weird to like be coming home after a night of drinking at 1 a.m. Then he wakes up at like, you know, 6, 6.15. I feel like it wouldn't be a good blend. Yeah. If I was like, you know, still hungover in bed or I feel having- like that would make a good movie plot. Okay, so literally the other day I told JM, I was like, I'm really missing smoking. And we have this round table in our garage. And I was like, this would be a great poker table. Light a cig, put it in the ashtray and just sit with it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just watch it burn, you know. Who's going to light the cig because you have to take an inhale to light it. It's not like an incense. Yeah, so I would ask that he would do that for me. And he, you know, I would just ask that he would do that for me. Sandra, let's do it. And I said with the garage door closed. Maybe the garage door creaks a little bit. Let's light like Play some scopa. Drink some kombucha. I think I need like a bad girl sober night. Let's light like a dozen of them at a time. Oh. And just bathe in the smell. Dude, watching Max roll a cigarette last night. He rolled it. It was unbelievable. Ugh. It was literally a religious experience. I felt like I was being called back to my faith. Wow. Like, I literally felt like there is nothing wrong with this thing. You should be mine. Guys, guess what? What? Big news. Big? Big news. Big? Big news. Okay. I am journeying. Dear news. I'm journeying. No, okay, beard. Now that Sandra's done speaking Arabic. I am doing an ayahuasca journey next month. Oh, you're doing it? I am. I put in my deposit. Are you going to wear a little loincloth and like some Ooh, fucking... should I wear a loincloth? Are you going to take egg yolk and use that to glue on like maple leaves as your titty pasties? Sandra, I love And then are you going to take marigolds, dry them out and create like the super long mala chain? Sounds and then like the whole time are you going to carry a yoni egg? Mm. Sandra, what if at the end of my ayahuasca journey, I lay an egg? <laughs> <laughs> and I come home and what if I hold this beautiful egg and I'm like, Sandra, I literally laid this egg. I wouldn't be surprised. Would you believe me? Absolutely. Aww. I also think you should paint eyes on your eyelids. So even when your eyelids are closed, it looks like your eyes are open. Sick. Tight. So I'm going on an ayahuasca journey next month. So she's going to have her egg laid here soon in six <laughs> weeks. And it's in Ohio. And I can't wait to talk about it on the pod. Oh God, this is fucking nuts. But guys. And for all of you. She's sober. Come on, guys. Let's get her. <sighs> you're fucking sober and you're going on an ayahuasca trip we haven't even talked about this Cassandra Marina you're breaking the rules I don't give a fuck about your fucking rules I'm joking um, but I'm kind of jelly this is pl- you can do it there's still a spot open I'm not called to it sorry okay. the medicine will call you the medicine will call you <laughs> <laughs> honestly they have to interview the, the potential people called. and you wouldn't even fucking pass. I was called to go on a they weekend like, trip where I'm literally so fucking high that I can fly and lay an egg <laughs> interview you and be like we can't have her ayahuasca is a medicine you right? are not listening to <laughs> yeah. me you're not listening to me wait really quickly that's from raise your voice it's from raise your voice raise your voice that's Hillary right. Duff. that movie was so good if somebody were taking you on a very intimate experience do okay? you guys have sex with this person <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna kill you 
an intimate experience administering a life-changing medicine. It's a big deal. Ayahuasca isn't just like getting high. It's like, you like see God, you know? Yeah. The energy though, we interviewed each other. <laughs> the energy was good. The energy was good. And I trust him and I trust the people that are also supporting the ceremony. So I'm going to fucking go for it. I'm really excited. Dude, read the energy and just make sure if it does not feel safe that you <laughs> know where all your exits are. <laughs> and you just really understand what's happening. Because let me tell you, there are people who are drawn to like the ayahuasca trip where I'm like, are you sure you're not just drawn to a quiet 30 minute meditation instead of a weekend ayahuasca trip? We're doing it in I a basement. I just don't really trust other people. We're doing it in someone's basement, We're, which I think. Oh my God. <laughs> literally. Which, literally. I'm joking. Oh my God. I was like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not doing it in a basement. We're doing it on a campground. Okay. That's very funny. We're okay. tenting and stuff. Tenting. Mm -mm. Tenting. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. You're like camping. We're camping. <laughs> you're camping. Anyway. How much um, are you paying? 500. Okay. And is he like honoring the tradition of ayahuasca? Yes. And he studied with Why people in the Amazon. Why don't you do it by yourself? You have, you have to make it and brew it. And there's like a culture behind that. But why is that another man administering more things to tons of women? Can't you do it with a woman? They have a, a female counterpart there. They always have one at all what, the ceremonies. What, who serves all the ayahuasca and probably no, that... sucks his dick on the side? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're, you're, these jokes aren't that crazy. This is what the culture. No, that's why I'm making the jokes yeah. because they're totally. But the medicine is the medicine. Okay, so just to be clear, I really don't want there to be a mix-up here. <laughs> Marita is the one that is voluntarily going on this ayahuasca journey with this person she doesn't really know. I am over here making funny little jokes and hoping that my twin sister isn't on the news the next time. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have her location, so I will be able to come find and save her. And we should have a code. Like, if you send me any emoji at all, like, I need to come save you. <laughs> oh, God. So... Yeah, that is big news. Sandra, I have very few reservations or hesitations at all. Do not implant your fears into my brain. These are not fears. These are just creative, <laughs> problem-solving I'm really excited. I'm going in with the intention of working through my deep, deep-seated people-pleasing tendencies. Mm. You know what also does that safely? Going to therapy. Do you have a problem with ayahuasca? No, I don't have a problem with ayahuasca. I have a problem with people administering. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. All I'm saying is go, girl. You go, girl. You do your thing. And also, I don't know. I can barely find a yoga teacher that I don't find problematic. I agree. And going to do ayahuasca? They're not leading you through anything except the logistics of like how things go and administering so the herb. You don't You think, take in the herb. And then what do you do? Go back to your tent? You just, you sit there in meditation. And you hold hands and with somebody? No. They you don't, don't make you wear all white? No. Okay. I'm joking. You're, you're problematic right now. I know. I just be funny. They say, I be so funny. They, uh, people that journey with ayahuasca commonly use the frame, it's a sit with grandmother. You're sitting with grandmother. Mm. It's the soul of the earth that sees your soul. And that's all it How is. How cool would it be if you felt so inclined to bury yourself like a root? Like <laughs> to dig a hole big enough where you could like wiggle yourself in and then just kind of like chill with the earth during your trip. Dude, that could be it. Feel the network of the fungi and the trees. Ooh, the mycelial network. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Why? Because you're stressing me out. Marina, you are in tune. You got this. It's the same thing as go getting acupuncture done, except, you know, you're taking drugs. So I'm <laughs> just <laughs> Hi. You got this. It's great. It's more dangerous to go to a fucking football game. Yes. It's, I mean, why do you keep saying danger? And it's not dangerous. People don't Nothing die from taking ayahuasca. It's not dangerous. <laughs> it is not dangerous. Okay. Oh, by the way, your yoga class that I went to this morning, 
morning, Sunday. United strength. United strength. Top three best yoga classes I've ever taken in my life. I was off my game. I went in today, not going to lie, a little skeptical. You were, you blew me out of the water. What was so unique to you? The way that you speak to reach real people. Thanks, Cass. You didn't use words like deeper, harder, the most, push yourself. That bullshit language that literally doesn't even mean anything. Guys, it's so counterintuitive. Yeah. Because you're welcoming people into quote unquote a safe space and then you're using communication that puts you in a box. But this made me think of another thing. Okay. You know how we quit cold turkey? Yes. Do you ever think about the fact that we quit cold turkey? No. Do you think about it? Well, yeah. I was listening to the Emma Chamberlain episode. She quit nicotine in like five different Different ways. Actually, what I fucking love about this bitch is her quit date includes her hitting her vape because she's honoring the fact it's not linear. She's like basically having a very up she's and down. She's tried literally everything. Everything. And I'm like, holy shit. I feel really lucky. It ain't luck, Cassandra. You don't think so? No, no, no. I think it's mental fortitude. Well, your body hears what your brain tells you. And I think that she is telling herself that she is not capable of quitting. of quitting. She says that. I'm not strong enough to do this cold turkey. She's so young. She's 23. And also think about the social pressures. We're 29. For t- yeah. yeah. I also think that your body is ready for what your brain is telling you. <sighs> your body shows signs of it being ready when you truly have accepted it in your, in your mind and in your heart. And I feel like you... When it was easy for you to quit cold turkey. And yes, I use the word easy because it has been relatively easy for Marina, us. I quit cold. We bitch on a podcast because it's hilarious. But at the end of the day, we have not cracked once. Hold Help. up, fam. And it people is not say, easy, bro. This shit ain't easy. Cassandra, you know what though? But I, I'm doing I, it. I want to argue with you. Okay. Because let me tell you Money's about something. getting a little dumb right now. Easy in the sense where it's easy to make the fucking decision, decision. and stick, stick with, with it. it. Yeah. I was having a conversation with my friend and he said it is way harder to make the decision to go sober than actually stay sober. He's mm. been sober three years. Mm. And I said, you couldn't be way more fucking accurate. It's way harder to put up the boundary than to continue enforcing the boundary when it comes to substance, not with other people. I'm talking about this boundary specifically. When you don't quit cold turkey or when you allow yourself to, oh, okay, just a couple tonight or a couple here and there, you are telling yourself that you're able to create flexibility in an area of your life that betrays you. It's crazy, dude. When you set a boundary and expectation for yourself because the future version of you is holding this present this present version of you in high regard. I care about you and I see where you want to go. My <gasps> dreams, my visions, my goals are way more important than a temporary puff of a cig. I don't even know this me that I'm going to be a year from now, right? But what I do know is that I had to buy in to this trust that whatever evolution happens, I'm going to fuck with. I don't have a plan for 100% what it's going to look like one year from being sober. But all I know is the boundary. It's going to be better than it the is now. The boundaries that it's better. Cassandra, we subconsciously make decisions to benefit where it is that we desire, what it is that we desire, mm-hmm. where we want to be mm-hmm. and where we want to go. Now, the reason why I say this is because it is so unbelievably important to hold close in your mind the desires, the visions, the dreams that you have because you can prime yourself to attune slightly. This is what I was talking about with my friend again yesterday. You have two trajectories and they could be only 4% different. A year from now, a 2% change in direction is vastly different. Totally. That 
is the difference between you and me being recipients of 30 under 30 Forbes and us just taking another job with another startup for another company for another man going to O'Reilly's doing the same thing throwing the same events like kind of like that vibe yes yes and I am looking at my life and the hundred different iterations it could have and I'm picking the biggest fucking dream if you can see it in your head you can hold it in your hand this is what morning maintenance is this is literally what we do in morning maintenance yeah you should you should come to the September one should we tell the folks about some exciting new updates yeah we have a lot of them okay so the first one is if you catch me at an event I likely have given you a shot of a delicious liquid what's the liquid cast ayahuasca (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) JK it's fire cider it's It's fire incredible fire cider she does it at retreats she does at her yoga classes it's really fucking good it's an apple cider vinegar base and I put like 30 different delicious ingredients in there and we are going to be selling our fire cider at drumroll please Bexley Natural Market. Bexley Natural Market, which is a co-op in my favorite place to get herbs in the city in mm. person. It's the only place to go. So we'll be selling our fire cider there and we'll be selling our fire cider at Aya Yoga. Which we love. Aya Yoga. Aya Yoga, which stands for As You Are, took over the German village give give yoga, yoga space, space right next to fox in the snow and it's German- honestly just a vibe it's a mood and if you're even looking to try out a studio right now aya should be on your list it's fantastic a y a and all the members there are going to get a free fire cider from us pro tip take marlo's class so that's our first exciting news okay second big news is that we have retreats coming and they're going to be so fucking epic Two are happening in Ohio, one at the end of the year and one in March. One of them is silent and both of them include the entire fucking product line. So is this going to be like self-care max, 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 max. And then there is a retreat happening out of the country in early summer of next year in May. And we're really excited. But applications are going to be open for the Hawking Hills retreat. So if you're interested, get your application in. And this is all predicated on whether or not Marina (laughs) does survive the ayahuasca weekend. Okay, so we're really amped and we can't wait to give you more info. Everybody wish Marina luck. Oh my gosh. Because she's showing our parents her house in 45 minutes. In 45 minutes. And Marina is low-key sweating over here. And I think your house looks fucking beautiful. Thanks. And you should be really proud. Okay, guys, we love you so much. (laughs) And happy spooky season. Bye.